Welcome to the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an IV Pod production. You can find us at www.ivpod.com or on Facebook. Hi, John. Uh, what do you want to talk about this weekend? It's the middle of October, and we're working on our fourth show here, so it's up to us. Yeah. And what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I'm all thrown off because we're doing things different this week. Yeah. So that's cool. A little bit. Um, what should we talk about this year? Well, it is the fall time, so it's only right that we talk about our lovely area or the lovely illinois valley and how beautiful it is this time of year yeah that's a good topic yes so i think we could spend a whole show probably talking about hikes star Star rock right or matheson or you know wherever um so maybe maybe today we won't do that but let's maybe let's people are driving around Wanting to see some pretty sights. Let's maybe we can give them some ideas of some cool, cool drives they can take. That sounds like a good idea. I think there's a there's a lot of good places to drive, especially if you're looking for the colors or the uh, color changes along, the, especially along the river valleys. That's kind of what we decided were the best places to go. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Illinois Valley is a pretty large general area um, with a lot of towns. Uh, and anytime you know you get to the northern parts, it's pretty flat farm ground. Not a lot to see other than you know now there's a lot of wind farms which are kind of neat. But yeah, you definitely got to stick to the river. Yeah. So a lot of people hate those things. Uh, yeah. People think yeah. that if there's a tornado, it's gonna um, ruin their neighborhood if they're near one. Wow, I, I never really thought about that. No, that I, be... I know. Stephanie told me about something like that. It was pretty interesting. And it seemed like the person might have been a bit fanatical, but I, I didn't really get the details of it. So, um, You've got to think that they planned on that, yeah. though. I mean, Well, that's what I said. I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that there's... I mean, I, I, there's not any, like, in my immediate area. I mean, they're up 39, and they're down on um, a little bit, you know, towards Iowa on 80, you see a couple, but... Um, definitely up 39, out by Grand Ridge, I guess, by Streeter. They're putting up a ton of them, but uh, I don't know a whole lot about them. Yeah, I, they're cool. Do you think they I mean, want to drive? Do what's do, that? Do, do you like them? I mean, or do you, do you think they're... I, I guess, I think they're kind of neat, but, um, I mean, you know, on 39 especially, yeah. because you drive on 39 and it's really, really boring drive. <laughs> yeah, I guess that you could that drive could use just about anything. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, so if you're driving from up to Rockford, yeah. you know, from the LaSalle, Peru area, uh, that's, it's just something. At least you kind of have a landmark right. of knowing where you are. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'd be curious to know what the uh, people who the, what the people out against them have to say. But uh, there is no, uh, I don't think they have any wind turbines near Starve Rock, and that's probably the best place to go drive around in the fall. Uh, absolutely right so, yeah anywhere 
anywhere over there is going to be good. Yeah, 71. We're having some weird digital problems today. I don't know what's going on. I can You're like digitizing in my ear. I don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We'll see what, how that comes out. But, but anyway, yeah, 71 is really cool drive this time of year. Taking it through the those hairpin turns, because uh, when you drive through Starve Rock, the, around the area of Ottawa Canyon, Illinois Canyon, that's uh, that's fun to drive through at this time of year. Actually, any time of the year, but I don't know. Then you can take that all the way to Ottawa. It's pretty scenic. Mm-hmm. I agree. I I even like the one on when you go through Naplate and take that road over to Utica. I think that one's pretty nice too. Not nearly as nice as the other one, but that's also a good drive. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. What else? What do they call that? Um, that the one that uh, goes through Nayplate to Utica. Uh, I don't know. I can try to bring it up real quick. See who's faster on the computer. Uh, uh I'm, I'm buckling under the pressure. I don't know. That road. Yeah, the bottom Whatever. road. Yeah. No, bottom road. No, I, I don't, believe it. It's. I don't remember what the name of it is. Please, someone write us and help us. You know, some blog, some uh, podcasts do live blogging during their show. That's kind of cool. Do they? They type? You got to... Oh, people I, can type to them? Yeah, I don't know how they do that. They're like streaming and recording at the same time. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> someday, maybe. Someday. Well, anyway, we'll leave that as a mystery, I guess, unless mm-hmm. you come across it. Um... I don't know. What else is there we could talk about? Um, I know there's a couple of short drives... That I really like. They call it McKinley and Road it, on Google. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was waiting for you to jump in. So that's good. <laughs> but that's not the name of it. That's not what we call it. That's not, I don't think, not like what a lot of people call it. But I could be wrong. Whatever. So what were you saying yeah. about the, the short drives that you like? 251, oh, I think there's, you mentioned. Well, there's, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, any time of the year I like doing this drive. But just if you're in Oglesby or you're coming from, I don't know, Street or Tonica, anywhere where you're driving on uh, 251. Um, I just love that drive coming down the hill to cross the bridge into Peru. Mm-hmm. That is so scenic, especially this time of year because um, the colors in that forest area changing. And then you come over the big hill and you see the town of Peru there. Um, that That's a pretty sweet drive. I, I like to do that one. I'd recommend that to people. Uh, like, I, I always, people who aren't from the Illinois Valley uh, and because you know, I live in Peru, and if I have somebody I know who's coming from the south into Peru, if I can steer them onto 251, you know, I like to do that on purpose just because that is a pretty cool drive. Mm-hmm. Kind of, um, you've done it hundreds of times though, too. You know, so eventually that novelty wears off. But in the in the fall, it's pretty cool. Especially yeah. if you went to Ivy and lived in Peru like we did. Sure, exactly. But it's um, pretty cool. Well, it gets uh, pretty another... treacherous out there too on that bridge in the winter. Oh, for sure. Going up the hill and whatnot. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, other short little one that I I really enjoy is if you're taking say 71 and you're heading out to to Utica uh, or you're trying to get to Starve Rock or whatever. Um, if you take a bypass through Oglesby, you got a really cool little short. I mean like a mile of, of road that's really sweet. Uh, you, you go through Oglesby, and you go by the pool, and you come to the park. What is that? Le- what do you call Lehigh it? Lehigh Park. Lehigh Park. 
Um, when you get to Lehigh Park, you cut down um, on its, what is that, 23. Um, and you you take 23 to 71. That drive is sweet because you'll come down this huge hill and you'll go across a bridge, which we used to go uh, jump down that's, there. That's 23. Isn't it 23? 23 is I'm the looking. one that goes through. Maybe it is, but. I'm I'm bringing up Google here. That's the one that Lehigh goes through Park. Ottawa. It, County Highway 23. Okay. Actually, it Ed Ed Hand Highway Ed Handbrook. is okay. what Google. Yeah, we're right on. And and then it's County Highway 23, and that's pretty sweet because you drive down that road. It's a big hill, and it's thick in the forest, and you go across the river. Uh, that would be the what the big Vermilion there. Um. And then you come you come up another hill, and you're back on 71, right? And back into some farmland type area. But uh, that's that's just a neat spot. I like taking that drive. Mm-hmm. I take it coming into if I had to go if I'm going to Oglesby for something like when I played softball, I would take that way into town usually. Didn't we? Isn't that like a, wasn't that a party spot down there? I think they called it something. I never was out there. Was Did that, you ever was go that there? Red was it Red Ash? I don't know. Red foot. Maybe I got. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I know I've been down there. I can't foot? remember. I don't it's been know. A while. That's not over there. That's no, a, no. I don't remember. No. Uh, yeah. It, either way, I don't think uh, you could have very many people out there before the police show up. So <laughs> you're, you know, young. Definitely. Actually, I can. You can kind of see the patch of land. It's on the map. I think it is. I'm sticking with red ash. That sounds right. I don't know. Someone, again, we're looking for user feedback. Hopefully someone listens to this. Yeah, you guys I think if we just say a bunch idiots. of stupid stuff, like enough enough of it that where people will get mad and yeah. maybe they'll uh, get, you know, contact us because we, we just keep talking out of our a-holes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That's what we're looking for. We're, we're, we're trying to provoke people. We're, we're, so far, we haven't succeeded. Right. And we forgot to mention, we forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, it's pretty exciting. We are now like, or maybe I did, uh, we're now like live on Facebook and, and all that stuff. So we're getting people to like us and, um, or at least maybe they don't really like us, but they were nice enough to click the little thumbs up. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, us. we got people in their busy days to, to actually click something. So I think that's a feat in itself. Now, whether they actually go to the website or go to iTunes and download and listen and then give us feedback, well, that's a, that'll be something in itself. So, yeah, we'll keep working and provoking them. So hopefully, like you said, we get some people, knowledgeable people. Yeah. Uh, and we'll chime in with us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess getting back to our drives, I don't really have much left to talk about. This is kind of a weak week for us. It's kind of an oh. off week. We did the big alcoholism thing last week, so yeah. No, there's still a lot of good um, fall topics to hit up. I think I sure. I wanted to talk about um, the Burgoo Festival, and then uh, okay. we got Halloween coming up. Maybe we could even talk about some football. So we uh, sounds good. Yeah, I think we we can. Ooh, we got some good stuff for people. Um, let's. I mean, seeing as how we were just talking about seventy one and Star of Rock, I guess kind of. Um, the traffic out there the last two weekends. I know today it was backed up through from Utica, the people heading out north on um what's that road in Utica? One seventy eight or seventy eight. Um that was a complete mess today. So and it was I'm sure last weekend when you were out there, right, John, what were you out there for? 
I just went to check out the Burgoo. We were going to walk around a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, had a little dude, little uh, little dude, started puking up all over the place. Mm. You know, that's kind of a funny story, actually. I should chime in with the story real quick because uh, Amanda and I wanted to to have a drink, and because everybody's walking around with drinks there, mm-hmm. it was like you know all you know whatever you want to do, and uh, so I go in and get a drink, and I come out with like a beer and a whatever she was having. Uh, I can't remember. Um, mind blank. Anyway, here I come out, dad of the year, you know, with two alcoholic beverages, and there's my kid puking on the curb. It's like, oh yeah, great job, great parenting there. Was he really? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, so that's terrible. Bad, bad deal. What was it? What did he have? Some bad eggs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that I sucks. Know. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's the, what happens the, when um, you have kids. They humble you. Yeah. But of course, the good beer drinker I am, I still drank my beer. Well, you, you, how much did you pay for that beer? <laughs> that was like four bucks. Yeah, <laughs> you don't go dumping that out. <laughs> Besides, your kid just puked. You deserve a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the frustration. Yeah, any parents? Yeah, there were probably people who saw me and shaking their heads. But then there were some parents who knew the stresses that go in, that are involved. They're like, "You go, man." Mm-hmm. No, that's it. A- or maybe not. Maybe I'm just a dick. I don't know. No. I think you're okay, man. <laughs> anyway, no, we were there for the Burgoo. It was cool. There I've was never been, man. Crap load of people. How bad, how You've bad, never been to the Burgoo? Never been to the Burgoo. Never really uh, wanted to either. It's cool. I mean, I can't imagine drawing that many t- people to the town. Uh, it's so small. Uh, what did they? The, the newspaper said it was about 25,000 estimated. So that's pretty sweet, man. Yeah, that's great. You know, it's just absolutely awesome for Illinois Valley and for Utica. Um, to have that many people come through there. That's absolutely awesome. That's good for the economies. Oh, yeah, of course. And then as a result, you know, I might, I'm going to wing this number a little bit because I I swear I heard that as a result of the Burgoo, there was like 50,000 people who went through the visitor center at Starve Rock. Over the course of that weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I might be off on that, but I'm um, going to stick with that one. Someone has something different to say. They can let us know. But I'm. I think fifty thousand people went through Star of Rock that weekend, which is again just fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I, anytime you can get people from outside the area to come to your area and spend money, it's it's huge. And especially if that money stays in the community, um, it has a multiplier effect. And it's uh, that's the reason why tourism is so important to a lot of. Here is, you know, you get some money from outside the area, it has a tendency to hopefully stay, depending on, but it's pretty neat, and it's good for them. I don't know, I mean, I don't ever remember being at the, it being this popular, so. It, I agree, I don't, not like that, that's huge, that's a huge weekend. Um, they had the perfect day, though, I mean, it was like perfect weather, so. Yeah, the past couple weekends have been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, uh, Clayton, uh watching our sponsorship uh, timer here. So uh, you want to take a quick second? Yeah. Okay, let me cue some music for us, okay? Sounds good. So, Clayton, what do you think of our new logo? I think it's pretty sweet because we got sweet results from eye candy graphics and printing. Yes, we did. And if you want to get sweet results, go to 
www.icandygraphicsonline.com. Okay, we're back. Well, welcome back, John. How did our read go? I think we did okay. Yeah, we did hopefully okay. people will visit iCandyGraphicsOnline.com. Absolutely. Right on. So getting back to the show, we've covered some scenic drives in the area. We talked about the Burgoo a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. What else should we talk about? How about the oncoming uh, Halloween, which is big deal these days. Uh, Halloween... And I just said that, sorry. Uh, Halloween, and with Halloween, we get good haunted houses. Mm-hmm. So, haunted houses, haunted trails, all kinds of good stuff out there. Yeah, and you know, for a while there, there really wasn't a lot to go to. I remember they used to have really good ones in Oglesby, and then that something happened there, and they stopped doing it. And then there wasn't a lot to do for haunted houses in the area. So, uh, But now there's, what do you, I see you have it written down here. There's like six people. There's six in the Ottawa area. One in Ottawa, one in Marseilles, one in Sandwich. Um, Streeter, Utica has one. And um, one in Winona. Two in Sandwich, actually. Terror in the Timber. Sounds uh, like fun. Pretty cool. Yeah, there's the... Uh, the, what, there's one in the firehouse in Utica, um, the old Winona State Bank in Winona. Um, I don't even know if I've been to Winona before. I am um, not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, that's pretty cool. I remember going to one out by um, on the way to Peoria there, and uh, that one was pretty good. Uh, that Three Sisters Park in Chillicothe, I think it was a, like a haunted trail one. That one was fun. Um, but I remember working at they do. There's a lot of people from the community that volunteer to do these things, and they spend a lot of time putting them together. Um, and usually they're a hit with most of the kids and stuff that visit them. They're a good family event. Um, but I mean, it takes a lot of effort to put something like that together. I know when I worked at Woodhaven, I did that for um, a summer, and then I'd help out. I helped out in the fall, um, maybe a couple of them, um, and they would spend a couple of weeks putting it together. Um, so. It was a pretty big production. Uh, they had volunteers come, and it was really neat. I, I got to work the door, John. You know, you know what that entailed? Uh, probably a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we had people waiting about an hour, which I guess isn't fun. But um, by the time they got up to me, I, I did my best to try to set them up and you know, scare them, especially if there was kids and stuff. And I figured that's what they're paying for. But I took it a little too far, I think, because I had a few kids turn back oh, right at the door. Now, I could, be just, I could be giving myself credit because I think some kids uh, inherently might bail, you know. Don't you think? I mean, what, yeah. regardless of what the person says. Sure, uh, sure. But right. I was telling, uh, telling the kids that they needed to watch the stairs because the third step was missing. And if they weren't careful they were going to fall through. And if they fell through, you know, they would fall in somewhere and those kids are still missing. And that <laughs> uh, if they see parents walking around in there looking for their kids, just to ignore them. <laughs> because they're just looking for their kid. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's, you're horrible. That's awesome. 
yeah, and the parents would look at me kind of like with this sort of inquisitive look. Like a lot of the times they weren't even really paying attention to what I was saying. And then when I said something about kids missing and like falling through the stairs, they're like, seriously, dude? Like, is it safe? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's safe. I'm just trying to, you know, set it up for your kid. You know, I don't want to scare them a little bit, you know? That's perfect. And, and I did have a few kids turn away. So, but it was funny. I mean, and I kept, you know, developing the story. It kind of went from one thing to another and it turned into this whole, like, kids are falling into the, st- uh, falling through the stairs to like a, you know, dream world or something. Not sure. Not even like just a, an abyss. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun. Awesome. But, yeah, it was my haunted house story. But yeah, very I, good. I, I, I bet there's a bunch of them around the South Peru too. So, um, probably a pretty <laughs> cool thing to do, especially with kids. And yeah, Halloweens and costumes. I didn't want to get into that because I have a feeling that we could probably do a special Halloween episode if we wanted. Oh yeah, that's you know a couple weeks from now. Or I guess yeah. not that. Not even a couple weeks. It's coming up pretty quick. Um, right. We could talk about pumpkin patches and apples and getting in fresh cider and you know all that good stuff. I'm trying to think. I I can't think of any big good stories from haunted houses. I I I've enjoyed. The haunted houses. I remember getting freaked out pretty good by a haunted house in Spring Valley when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, the I, one I heard the the one in Oglesby used to be pretty bad, like were like you know really scary. Yeah, uh, yeah, they did. They were pretty creative there. Um, the I, one good story I had uh, the haunted house. I can't remember which one it was, uh, but I ended up going in my by myself, and I was little, um, but I really wanted to do it, and there did ended you up go alone. Was that the plan? I was with my... I don't... You know, actually, I'm kind of mixing things up. This isn't actually an Illinois Valley story. This was on vacation. So I was with family, and we had already gone to one, and uh, nobody else wanted to do another one, and I was being an ornery little kid, you know, saying, oh, I want to do it again, you know, uh, that kind of a thing. And uh, so they let me go by myself, and, like, uh, there were these ladies who were in there, who um they uh to paint the picture there were some uh you know some larger ladies uh yeah. not to offend anybody but there there were some pretty decent sized women like three of them if i remember correctly mm-hmm. and uh i was like just trailing behind and things were getting really scary there was like some dude kind of like following us and those ladies grabbed me i was probably like 9 or 10 they grabbed yeah. me and they they like i suddenly was like come you know the three of them converged around me and were like holding on to me like stay with us little guy you know it was it was just funny i remember it was very funny for me as a little kid and i still look back on that it was pretty you bonded with those people that day yeah it was a it was a fun time but uh i don't know i guess we should move on what else should we talk about um well i mean again we we're uh recording this podcast uh the night after the night of uh, a bears lost a dismal performance but i wanted to talk about um just an interesting article um you know football in general but um in, in concussion research the blood test thing uh, i thought this was uh, somewhat relevant just because i thought it was could be huge in the future medical profession in regards to treating and um diagnosing concussions and various levels of mild uh brain trauma um I don't know. Did you did you look at that article I put up there, John? I scanned over it, but I didn't really have much of a chance to read it. Here's the deal uh, to give everybody a background on it. 
the a U.S. Army uh, engineered or, or developed a blood test um, where they can determine if someone had a uh, mild brain injury. Um, what it what happens is, and it's really similar to another t- blood test that they give people who have heart trouble or have had had a heart a heart attack. Um, and there's special proteins that are um, unique proteins that get into the bloodstream when those heart cells were damaged. Well, the same thing happens with brain cells. Um, you just needed to know what you were looking for. And it sounds like they found those proteins and they're able to diagnose mild concussions. In this, this article, they talk about uh, the soldiers in Iraq that had had brain injuries, um, an estimated 300,000 service members have suffered Thanks. from concussions, uh, <clears throat> mostly due to the roadside bombs. And so if you're able to diagnose it, you can prevent another one occurring, you know, within a, before the first one is healed. And that's when you'd have permanent damage. And that's, so you get a lot. Of, I think they're starting to see a lot of wild behavior. And I'm sure it happened in other combat situations as well. Um, it's just a, a concussion is kind of one of those things where it's, it was really hard to diagnose uh, you know, in the army, and if you're on a football team or something, you're kind of people are praised for being tough and fighting through injuries. And if you have a concussion, um, as long as you can see straight, that doesn't necessarily mean you're okay. Um, you're probably a lot of kids getting sent back out there to play, and right. and then you that's when you'd run into the problem of having multiples, and and it could have long-term health effects. So, right. that's uh, a, you know that's a that's a very interesting topic and it's becoming mu- much a, a bigger deal now uh, more than ever and and it's a good thing too because you know you look at the NFL and the way those guys hit each other it's just it's so dangerous and uh, I'm I'm happy yeah, to see not, that Yeah, we're not we're not that far off from the Romans, man. I mean, yeah. really? I mean, it's a blood sport. Yeah, I, you know, I was got in an argument with somebody about, you know, like the UFC and the ultimate fighting type stuff and was arguing that uh, UFC in many ways can be safer on a certain level. Uh, I'm not going to get into that now. That's that I could go on about that. But I mean, just the, the hits that those guys take, and they get up and they just get back in there and they they keep going. So it's 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 it can be brutal. You're talking the NFL, right? NFL, yeah. I switched. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, if a guy gets uh, a yeah, no, in the UFC, low right. in the UFC, he's he's done. He doesn't he doesn't play again for? three months <laughs> right yeah no if he gets knocked out i mean so, he's done right. that's it and, you know the nfl they get back up and they get back in there mm-hmm. so, um and so I mean, especially I... in our town the illinois valley is a lot of a lot of people are very very uh gung-ho about their sports I and mean, we have a lot of really good sport programs and people very interested in sports and you know it can be dangerous to a certain degree so you definitely want this to be something that people have in mind and are you know worried about you got to right. take well, care well other injuries are going to happen too and i don't think there's a lot you can do to prevent that and you could get into the politics of youth football or high school football or any of that football in general but i don't know i like the sport um but uh you know i think it's definitely something you need to be aware of yeah the risk, the risk factors specifically brain injuries right yeah and speaking of football i would have to i was disappointed on Friday night, uh, our LP team, because we both went to LP, uh, mm-hmm. got beaten by our rivals, Ottawa. Yeah, I saw that in the paper. What was it, 34 to 20? 30, yes, I believe so. Yep. Yeah, so you, you live in Ottawa now, so you, I was so you can a, secretly well, I root for I, them. 
yeah, no, I don't think that'll happen. But <laughs> I, I don't root against them either. I'm not. I don't know. Uh, that's an interesting topic for another day, perhaps too, John. Since how we're just rolling them out. Uh, what's the deal with rivalries? True. True. Right. I mean, like not I, even just sport-wise, but you know, people like to talk trash about all the, you know, you know, people from uh, LaSalle. I don't know. I, I one of the things that people trash LaSalle and Spring Valley and or people, you know, the uh, Oglesby and you know don't the only differences that are in between the towns are geographical and uh and other than that I'd say the differences are subtle but people yeah, have a tendency a to rip on people. You know, yeah, oh yeah, and I think uh, you know, um, Peru and Ottawa, two of the two towns, I think those two towns kinda of trade punches with each other to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Um I was not even aware of that to a certain extent until I started traveling to Ottawa for uh, the um, for the martial arts classes because I was doing that there and I never realized till I was hanging out with people from Ottawa <laughs> yeah. that there were there were these viewpoints. It was kind yeah, of yeah. I was like uh, to me yeah. Sometimes you're like seriously, and then most of the time it's not. It's just you know friendly or whatever. But sometimes sure. you run you you cross people or you come across people not cross them, come across them uh, who like really believe like. LaSalle's full of gangsters. <laughs> You're like, what? When did that happen? Like, I I went to high school in LaSalle, and I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, exactly. come on. Yeah, that bad? Jesus. Where, have you not been outside of, like, LaSalle, Peru, or to wherever the heck you're from? Are you kidding me? Take a ride. Yeah, I'll take you for a ride. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just... Oh, I just... That drives me nuts. But let's let's save that topic for another day. How's about that? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, yeah like, I got my juices going. It's hard yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, all right. So we've we've kind of cranked through a lot of little things here this week. It's a fun little week. Um, yeah. Before we jump into anything else, Clayton, let's just have a quick musical break to break things up. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. We'll be right back. Sure. <laughs> All right, we're back. Let's uh, let's finish this out. What do you think, Clayton? That sounds good. Um, I, I was I was searching around on the internet there, you know, because I do that from time to time when we prepare these shows, and uh, I found I, I, the Illinois Valley News website. And man, I was like, wow, how did I not know about this website or or news agency? It turns out uh, that there's an Illinois Valley News in Cave Junction, Oregon, um, and it's it's right in there. They have the Illinois River flowing through the Illinois Valley, and it's in southwestern Oregon. <laughs> That's crazy, did you, yeah. Did, did you know that? Uh, I did just because I ran into the same thing. I was just doing some general <laughs> Illinois Valley searches on Google. And I, that popped up. I'm like, what mm -hmm. is this? This this sounds cool. What did they got some neat stuff here? Yeah, really weird. <laughs> Talk about. I don't know. Uh, it's you not say even. What sounds? Oh no, I was gonna say. Didn't you say that they had uh, something like white water, white water rafting and different types? Yeah, of Yeah, there's mountain peaks and all kinds of. Um, the Illinois River. It flows. It's a tributary. I think it eventually goes into the Pacific. Um, it's on the southwest corner of the state. Uh, and it's just like a 
you know, whitewater rafting, kayaking and stuff like that. And um, really, I was like, holy moly, I, I've never uh, been out that way. So I don't really know a whole lot about that part of the country. So yeah, I, got uh, to I just go... think it's weird that there's an Illinois River in southwestern Oregon. I think the people that formed it um, or named it were from Illinois, obviously. So well, I got the chance to go out there uh, about a year ago to uh the portland area and that is absolutely a beautiful state um is it it's awesome and and you, you bringing up this story makes me think of one thing road trip i think yeah. ivy pod and the illinois valley alternative podcast is gonna have to do a show live from the illinois valley in oregon yeah the cave in cave junction cave junction Might as well go there we maybe we should do it inside a cave if they actually have caves yeah <laughs> they yeah. did that on the House Stuff podcast. <laughs> yeah, they did. I I couldn't help but wonder if they were really doing it or if they were just doing sound effects. Could, do you remember the name of it? What the no. name of the show was? Biospeleology. Oh yes. Is yes. that right? I think so. It was a weird word. I remember that. Yeah. The study that was interesting. Case. Yeah, it was a good one. Which, speaking of uh, other podcasts, with this is probably a good time of the show where we uh, talk about that. What other podcasts we're listening to? Because we are podcast enthusiasts. That's why we started this whole thing. So, what you listening to these days, Clayton? Um, well, one of my favorites. Uh, they had a really good episode. I think it was a replay, but it was This American Life. Uh, Afraid to Sleep, I think was the name of the episode. Um, and they featured a the comic Mike Berbiglia, who has a um, a sleep disorder, and he has done some crazy things in regard to sleepwalking. Um, uh, he and it motivated him enough to where he actually has to take a pill now before he goes to bed, so he doesn't do it. Um, but he jumped out the window of a second-story hotel room. I think it was in the room. It might have been through the hallway. I think it was in his bedroom. Um, the window was closed. He was in his underwear and sleeping. It jumped through the glass, landed in the yard of the La Quinta Inn in Walla Walla, Washington. And, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, the way he tells it is hilarious. And he ended up just running down the street in his undies all caught up because he jumped out the window of the second story and uh, had to, like, go into the hotel lobby and tell the guy, like, that he was... um you know, hurt, and he was going to go to the hospital. And he paid for the window. I think he paid 300 bucks to fix the window. Jeez. So. I can understand why you would enjoy this show, Clayton. You yourself have your issues with dreaming. Yeah, I have, I've been known from time to time to uh, uh, get up and you do scared the crap and... out of my brother on our camping trip, though, years ago. I remember that. He was like, Did... he was like what the heck was he doing? <laughs> As you just woke up and you woke us up. And you were asking us these questions, and then <laughs> you went back to sleep. Yeah, so weird. I do that from time to time. Well, the thing is, like, it it, it really only, it affects maybe five percent, three to five percent, I think, is what the number was. Maybe four percent, something like that. They said said it on the episode, and shame, I can't can't remember. But um, he has a uh, Mike Berbiglia has a sleep disorder where his brain doesn't produce enough dopamine to tell his body to stop doing what his brain's going through, you know, and with his dreams. So, like, in his dream, he said that he was, um, 
he was watching the news before he went to sleep. And this is his story. I don't know how true it is, but I believe it because I've experienced the same effect. Um, he had a dream that there was missiles pointing at him and they were they were centered on his hotel room and that the, the most logical thing in his head to do was jump through the window. So he did. And yeah, I mean, that's how active. And I, I had a dream one time where uh, uh, the, the government was sending me to space because of something I did, and I don't even remember what I did, and I got up, and I was pacing in my hallway, and my, when I, this is when I was a kid, and I was going to wake up my parents, and my brother, like, I think woke up and, like, saw me, like, pacing in the hallway, and uh, came and got me and told me to go, go back to bed, and I, I think I had to, I told him the whole story, I might even have been crying, it was, it was a mess, and eventually, like, the weird thing is, like, I lay down and, and fall asleep immediately, I don't ever like talk about what's going on. Right. You know what I mean? I just fall back asleep and then someone is like, Hey dude, do you remember last night? And I'll be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, but like that one I remembered very vividly. And it was it's like it's very scary actually. So maybe that's I should go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds like fun if you ask it's, me. It's not know. it's it could be dangerous though. Yeah. Right. Especially me, like I can't see either. So I imagine that adds to the fun, I guess, in your world. Because yeah. as an onlooker, it looks interesting. So you're right, but I mean, if, if I stories. can't, if I can't see, if I can't tell the difference between in the dark, if I can't tell the difference between a chair or a person, that could lead to horrible things happening. Sure, you know what I mean. So that's the reason I bring it up. Well, and then the other thing too is I wonder if I'm missing out on that, like better sleep, because every time my brain goes into those like that. Part of that stage of dreaming that you need, right? I wonder right. if I if I miss out on it because every time that happens, or not every time, but sometimes when that happens, I get out of bed and I do something goofy, and that sort of interrupts that cycle. You know what eh, I mean? Could be, could be, yeah. yeah. Hey, so maybe yeah, that, you do. You yeah, better so that, go. You better go get that checked out, Clayton. I should. <laughs> and that that uh, I'm I'm serious, I guess. Um, uh. It just was a very personal thing, and well, and for his, I mean, his story is a total extreme. Like he also woke up one morning. Now I'm giving away the whole pot, that whole act of the podcast. There's a lot more in that particular episode. It's an hour long, but um, I, I don't know. It was he. He woke up standing on a bookcase in his living room because he had just won like first or second place in the Olympics in some random sport, and <laughs> yeah, like knocked something over, something broke his TiVo. Like wow, yeah, he yeah he got in trouble. His his girlfriend was pretty pissed at him. Like I don't think she she understood, but yeah. Very cool. I'm mm -hmm. doing some searching on this as you're talking. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what do you got? So that'll be that's my story, story of the week, podcast of the week. But the um, you know, I guess two that I can mention. Uh, recently, Mark Marin. I think I brought up Mark Marin before, so I should come up with something new. But I did yeah. enjoy his uh, interview with Ray Romano. Yeah, um, and fair warning on that one too. It can be explicit. They like to drop the f bomb. Indeed, yes, they do. Um, hearing hearing Ray Romano say the f word is is entertaining in itself. Yeah, cause just because you don't expect it, because it's Ray, and why would he say that? <laughs> right, right. But that's a good one. I, I enjoyed that one especially just because I really like his new show, um, which is Men of a Certain Age. Uh, it's on TNT. That's a that's a good show. It's a I think it's kind of a guy's show. It's I think it's really targeted for dudes in their 
40s, you know, that whole midlife crisis range of age group um, is what it's geared towards. That's what the guys are kind of going through. But uh, I don't know. I think it's hilarious. It's, yeah, it's they, a good show. You know, they, the way they, they produce it, too, I, I guess it's um, uh, pretty cool. And, like, the idea, too, isn't they don't want to keep it going. It's not like they're going to let this show run for eight or ten seasons. I think yeah. it's just going to be, like, three or four. Exactly. And that's it. They right. have that's the they're they're gonna the show kind of deals with these guys going through these issues during that time of their life and then once they kind of figure things out they're gonna end the show they're not gonna they're just, that's that's it so uh, I guess there's that I enjoyed that uh, I also uh, I really I started listening to this one show there's a dude by the name of Scott Johnson who does a whole bunch of different podcasts mm-hmm. uh, very geeky podcasts you know, video game stuff and he does one with this. British dude called Hypothetical Help. Uh, you can find it on iTunes. Uh, it's it's good. It's just these two kind of geeky guys who are giving uh, advice to people on a wide variety of issues. And really, these two guys have no credentials to give advice <laughs> to people. So it's oh, entertaining. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. It's uh, very entertaining. I, I... <clears throat> Kind of like us, maybe to a certain degree. Yeah, exactly. What gives you the right to talk about the area? <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Go back. To uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess we're just a couple of idiots that figured out how to do this, and so we figured we'd try. And speaking know. of that, if you're interested in doing a podcast uh, of your own, you've got something to say, give us a shout at mail at ivypod.com or post a message on Facebook or post a message and at our uh, at the Podbean site where we have the podcasts are actually located we, if you don't use iTunes. Uh, right. We should give something to the person that uh, the first person to send us an email. Yes. <laughs> I know. You should get some kind of an award. I, yeah. Although, although we do have that one comment, I will say, uh, yeah, which, fair warning, if you do have put a post on there there is a chance we will we will read it so uh if you would like we can keep your name anonymous uh we'll figure that out i'm not sure we just want to get one so yeah i agree clayton we should give something away to the first person who writes a message to us yeah i'm not sure what that would be because we don't really have a budget but yeah uh, maybe maybe we can get some tickets for uh for for a Dreamwave wrestling event yeah that's a jay rep will give us some that's a good idea. We'll have to work on that one. Yeah, maybe so, just yeah. one. You have to buy the other one if you're going. If you want to go with someone, take your date or something. I don't know if that's a good date night anyway, but it's a good time. It's a good yeah. time, and that's a yeah. We're going to do a show about that definitely in the future because that's a good mm-hmm. Illinois Valley event thing to do. Um, but I guess we should probably wrap this up. Uh, like we said, if you got a got an idea, you want to yeah, any comment, question, trash talk, whatever, let us know. Um, otherwise, uh, I guess that's about it. Do you got anything yeah. else? Yeah. Uh, just, uh, if you actually listen to us and you're not on our Facebook page, you could head, uh, hit us up and like us on our, our, uh, IV it's Ivy pod on Facebook, right? Uh, um, yeah, you got to look for Ivy pod. Yep. Yeah. Look for us on there. We have our uh, Illinois Valley alternative podcast logo up, uh, and you know, we have our page, our fan page kind of, and you can also comment on there. So. And uh, uh, also iTunes too. Which, yeah, we're on uh, iTunes. Oh, that's so cool that we're on iTunes. We haven't. I don't know if we've actually brought that up. I mean, actually didn't. talked about it. Some people might be listening to us on iTunes, but yeah, that was a big deal. I know. I was like on 
I couldn't wait to hear the result because it was kind of right. like a, an acceptance. They had to review our podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we also got the clean logo on there. I know. They must have, maybe they didn't notice our uh, mess ups in the first podcast. My like, mess up. It's like network television, and you can get away with a couple. Yeah. An episode. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, that's a good deal, John. Uh, hopefully our fans, uh, we, we we build up a little bit of a fan pace and kind of get some wheels underneath us. We'll try. You know, whether or not we do or don't, we're going to continue to do this. So we'll shove ourselves down your throat one way or another. But I hope, I hope at least one person likes us. Actually, we got a couple people who like us. So we appreciate all of you who have clicked on the thumbs up for us. We really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope... Uh, Tell your friends. I guess that's it. Yep, that's it. Let's rock this bee. Yeah, let's rock it. Bye. Bye. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. Brought to you by Ivy pod.com and ivpod productions you can find us at ivpod.com <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh fuck i forgot <laughs> that's awesome <laughs>